So I'm a teenager. I was like, I want to say 14 or so, 13, 14 years old. I was living at my grandparents' house. And uh, this is when my little cousin, cousin Mike or Uncle Mike, as we know him, as my kids know him anyway, uh, he really became more like a little brother during this time because we shared a room together. And uh, he was there like 90% of the time that I was there. On occasion, he would stay at his mom's, but he was mostly in my situation where uh, we were both pretty unfortunate. You know, our, our parents were just kind of, I guess you can say, figuring things out through some bad circumstances. So him and I ended up together a lot as cousins, and we, we basically were... I don't want to say raised by the, by the grandparents, but we did live with them for a little bit. But my dad lived there too, so you know he was still raising me during that time. Anyway, um, while we were there, we grew this like brotherly bond, and I, I uh, as we got older, it was became easier for me to just call him my little brother because that's what he was like. I mean, I, I treated him like a little brother. I'd beat him up and you know whoop him in video games and. Uh, when my friends came over, we'd pick on them. I mean, we treated them like a little brother. <laughs> and so, and, um, you know, during the time that I was in, in sin and I was doing bad stuff, uh, I feel horrible because he was around when I was literally making drug deals like over the phone or planning when to meet up with somebody and, or if I had girls over and stuff. And, you know, he, he shouldn't have been a part of any of that. He was kind of a victim in that sense and when I got saved he was only like nine years old and I witnessed to him hardcore I remember telling him all about Jesus like I was like bro you I know you're only nine and this this is like you know not even full full grown adults understand the gospel right so you're a nine-year-old and here I am trying to tell you about Jesus and um, he heard me out and man that that brother was touched cousin Mike was very very touched by God and he felt like uh he wanted to he I mean he wanted to do it he wanted to do it all he wanted to live for God you know and he's nine years old so I wish I could say that it was as simple as like boom he got saved and man like was living for God for the rest of his life but he had some pretty intense uh struggles and ups and downs and I remember uh when my grandparents found out that he was so bold to talk about you know coming to christ and being a christian and and i mean it's just the reality of of becoming a a believer like choosing to live in faith instead of religion you you're not afraid to call out religion for what it is which is you know false it's 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 false doctrine it is what it is it's the truth and um a lot of people don't like that especially catholics and we were born in a you know, born and raised Catholic, and um, we were. I was told I was born Catholic. I'm gonna die Catholic, and I absolutely believe that. Like I was very like, oh yeah, this is who I am. I'm a Catholic. That's how I'm gonna go. Uh, that's what I was taught. That's what I was raised as until I got saved. When I got saved and gave my life to Jesus, then it all changed. I, I started to see religion for what it is. I saw Catholicism and realized, wait a minute, this isn't right. And um, you know, started to make decisions. So when when my little brother, little cousin Mike, started to be so bold enough to start say those things to my grandparents. Oh man, I mean, talk about disruption to the household. Like, there's a scripture. It's either in Matthew or in Mark. It's for sure in the New Testament where Jesus Himself says He didn't just come to bring peace, but actually bring division. And how even in the household with father against son and 
mother against daughter and it explains basically like by speaking out in faith you're going to bring division because people are going to be like no you're wrong no you're wrong no you're wrong i mean you know all this back and forth and it's very true it's what we went through and um i remember my grandparents getting my face about it and all because my my little cousin um who again i treated like little brother was was being bold enough to be like this is how we're gonna live now (laughs) and and they're like look what you're look at what you're doing and they basically were saying like look it's okay for you because you were a mess because i was you know and alcohol poisoning and drugs and girls and I had this crazy fast lifestyle so it was like yeah Robert you need Jesus man you need to get right with God but when I started to tell other people about Jesus in my life specifically my family they're like oh heck no like what's wrong with you like you're you're trying to destroy the family and you're ripping apart our family and you know you're you're like but again born Catholic die Catholic and when my little cousin was saying this stuff, it it really rocked our family upside down, and and it was pretty rocky for a few years. So, um, my my little brother, my little cousin, I, I keep switching around, but I mean it's it's complicated because he is my cousin. But again, treat him like a little brother. Um, it, it meant a lot to me because at the time, you know, I picked on him a lot. I really did. I mean, I, I'm not kidding when I said I beat him up and stuff. Like, I did. I used We used to wrestle and I would beat the junk out of him, you know. And I was way stronger than him. It was, no, it was totally unfair. Um, even now, like, I can destroy him. And he's in the army and I can just whoop him. <laughs> so so that's that's never changed but anyway back when we were real little i mean i used i used to do some horrible things like i i i think uh i'm gonna say this story just because it's it's a, it's a good funny story it's a quick one too but i remember i was underneath my bed or i had my head under the bed and i was calling him to help me with something and um i had the thing is when i was doing it i had found a like a jason mask like a scary mask uh, under the bed and so when he came to see what it was I turned to him with the mask on and I screamed in his face and I scared him so bad so so bad he peed his pants like right in front of me <laughs> and he was like ha- he was half crying scared already and then he he started to laugh and then you know because he realized it was me and, and then we saw his pants and like <laughs> Yes, that was the torment I gave this poor child. So when he was being bold and saying, you know, we're living for Jesus now, get out of my face. I got to be honest. There's a side of me that was really proud of him. There was like, heck yeah. Like, that's right. That's right. Like this, this little, you know, this little munchkin, this, this kid that I've been picking on is taking stands already and and bigger than I was, you know, because when I when I got saved, yeah, I told all my friends and everything. But as far as my family went, it was just kind of like, I already knew they're going to oppose me. And I already felt like I I knew it was going to be this war, you know, this this religious war. And I was like, ah, whatever, like I'm I'm living for Jesus, dang it. But he he did it. He went and told them. So for the next like six years it was really rough because we were so close and they were trying to keep him away from me and um i snuck him in man i used to say i'd pick him up from school and i would bring him to church isn't that crazy like that was the kind of stuff we would do so a uh, little brother mike he he did come to church for a while and then you know life happens and things were rocky for a little bit and he was coming in and not coming but coming but kind of not and 
he eventually uh, did his dream, which was to join the military. He joined the army. And it was it was definitely a very proud moment for the whole family because we knew he wanted it so bad. And um, when I remember when he called me and told me that he this is it, like he's joining the arm. I was like, wow, man, like, I mean, everything in me was like I was one of the people that told him to just I'm being real with you. I just told him to give up on it. I was like, dude, it's not going to happen, man. Like he he tried like three different times more than that, really. But I can remember three solid times where it seemed like this is it. It's going to happen. And then, boom, it doesn't. And because of that, I, I felt like, man, maybe maybe you're not supposed to go, you know, and and I was one of those naysayers. And uh, when he gave me the call, he was going to go. I was like, man, little brother, little cousin, hash for little brother Mike is doing it. He's doing it. And so he's uh, halfway across the world now stationed in South Korea. And I am proud of him, you know, and I get to see him every now and then on FaceTime and we get to catch up and get to go, you know, say silly stories again all over. And it's a trip because I I, I can remember how I treated him when we were little. All, for the record, if you're wondering, like, what happened to my family, uh, we eventually, you know, made ends meet and we, like, decided to to compromise at first. I mean, we're family. We're going to we're going to see each other all the time. So we eventually made up. And uh, my grandparents, you know, over time, eventually also prayed like a, a serious repentance prayer to, to also be saved and be Christians. And my grandmother, who is very like Catholic, born and die this way, will tell you she's a Christian. You know, she she gave her life to Jesus. And um, and that's my prayer for the whole family. And a lot of people say it started with me or with my sister or with my dad, you know, but uh, in my mind, I, I kind of feel like it started with Mike. You know, because he was the one making those stands with our family uh, before a lot of us did. And and uh, I owe it to him, you know. So little brother Mike, man, he he's still uh, still just some punk kid in my mind. You know, I could still whoop him if we got in a wrestling match and no contest. <laughs> I'm going to pay for that. Um, favor that because I think last time I wrestled, he did actually get pretty close to whooping me. I'm getting old, guys. So anyway, shout out to little brother Mike. He's doing good out in South Korea right now. And uh, he was just on my mind. So I thought I'd bring him up.